0: Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. it. i A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh,
1: I love the movies.
0: Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. You Welcome to the
1: cave. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah. Exciting times by the listeners and the viewers to this interview. Can see you as Charlie Xander and Napoleon next to Joaquin Phoenix. But how exciting has this ride been for you? Because I've seen you all over social media talking about this and like yeah. interviews and like have you slept at all?
0: Uh I actually I got I got sick after the Europe tour. So oh. uh we did it, everything was good. And the day I three hours before landing, my body just KO'd. So I've been in bed trying to sort of uh, rearrange some scheduling stuff and 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 just kind of getting ready for the next two three weeks. There's a lot more press we're doing, so it's getting busy. But the most luckiest guy in the world, I'm a little there princess, I guess <laughs> to, to to be busy. How lucky is that? You know? Right, right.
1: Uh, so yeah, we're gonna jump into the movie in a, in a few minutes. To uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I I want to know like what made you fall in love with the industry? What made you get into this? Was there was that uh, always the goal, or did you go for something else
0: at first? And <laughs> it took you the other way. Yeah, I wanted to do. Uh, uh, I was very late in knowing what I wanted to do. I thought basketball and sports. I so, was uh, naturally athletic as a kid. Um, hopefully, still I am. Um, so that was the path I was going down. And then uh, I, I watched this movie, and 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 I said, "Oh, that looks really interesting." Like I wanted that. I didn't realize it was acting, and nor did my parents. So I pitched it to them. They were very confused. I said, "I want to be Jack Sparrow," and they didn't get it. And then eventually, they said, "Oh, okay, acting." And so. It started slowly but surely. I had I had the opportunity of knowing someone who's kind of like my fairy godmother of Hollywood who who said I'll 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 make you a glorified extra that has like a two hour work, but I'll invite mm. you for seven days as like my grandkid pretty much to see a movie set. And from then on I was I fell in love and it just grew, grew and grew and 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 I basically yeah, I had the opportunity coming in 2019 to LA very sort of strangely or or unorthodox way of of getting into a movie through going to school and it it worked out and and that kind of led me down the ricochet path to eventually getting Napoleon Mm -hmm.
1: who's influenced you in the industry that you kind of look up to try to model yourself or try to or even just study their work to make your craft better
0: actually I've done this with a few actors uh Joaquin's one of them uh DiCaprio's one of them um uh Heath Ledger's one of them but I've I basically what I've done is I've, I've watched the first to last movie chronologically it's very interesting because mm-hmm. as, like as a young person the thing that I I think every everyone probably feels is I don't know but and when I see a lot of you know a-listers even saying this um, Christian Bale said it just a year ago or something and Joaquin said it on set but you don't know what you're doing like a lot of the times you can have all these ideas and research and and, and, and experience or, or even a degree on it but as soon as you get into it it becomes very kind of everything disappears and you're not really sure of what to do. And so point being is when you're watching these actors go from, you know, like Leo, a boy's life or whatever, to, you know, those uh, yeah. uh, of the flower moon. Pretty much. You watch that and you go, wow. Okay. I can kind of see that when he was younger, I can see that he was more lost. And, and here it's not that he's just, you don't just become the best. Is that he's had 10 years of, of trying different things, you know, mm-hmm. and it encourages you to try things and that that's, that's what we did on this movie for sure. Um, for the little part you know that I got to be it's, it's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of improv a lot of playing yeah that's awesome
1: what's what's your ultimate goal? Do you have like an ultimate goal dream role or
0: yeah I have a lot of them. Oh first mm-hmm. of all to be a, to, to be an actor for my for my life that's that's a big goal you know it's whatever that percentage is that's a that's a slim percent but that'd be that's that's sort of my dream and and you know I've I've said it in another sort of interview too but I there's this some a musician, you know, a, a certain Kurt Cobain that that is appealing and and I've had ideas about it and that I'd love to do and no one's done that biopic yet. So, call me. Yeah,
1: or start writing the script yourself and go for it.
0: I almost did. I almost tried. Not that I, not that, that would be very readable, but you know.
1: <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's jump into Napoleon. Uh, yes. First of all, like, what can did you expect- watch it? By the way, did I didn't get it? just to watch it. it Has not been playing oh. around here? I think it's just coming around here like this week or something.
0: Oh, you're in for a treat! So,
1: so like, I want to know, like, uh, what can people expect from this film when they first tune in to watch this?
0: I don't know. I've seen it three times now. The first time doesn't count because it was a premiere with Ridley right behind me. So you're way too nervous. Uh, he's intimidating, by the way. I love him, but he's intimidating. So it was it was hard to to to, to pay attention too much to the movie. But the movie it's 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 obviously epic, is what everyone's saying. It's it's surprisingly funny. It's very witty. Um, uh, it's fast paced um and it it, it's it's a biopic about a person and not about the history of an era yeah all of that is naturally included in those letters you know napoleon but you really get to dive into uh uh one of what the movie shows, and one of the primary aspects of that character and and all the little you know faults and and problems that came along the way and i happen to be one of those little vermins in there in his life that you know he he betrayed me and i screwed him over and and that kind of led to not to spoil the movie, but led right. to one of the most sort of significant um, disasters in, in French history, war-wise, you know, military-wise. So, uh, how were you approached for this uh, for this role? Can you tell us about the audition? Yeah, it, it was three three months probably the, the the audition, and I had done House of Gucci with Sir Ridley, a very very small like cameo part, mm. um, uh, and so there were talks about that, oh, there'll be a lot of roles for like young guys in the movie. Ironically, I'm the only guy under 40 in the movie, almost, Uh. you know. So I was very, very lucky. I was filming a movie called uh, Lost in Wonderland in Budapest when I was approached for Napoleon. And while we filmed that for two months, we did the audition for two to three months. And um, right before Christmas, they announced that uh, I got it. And then I almost lost the role because the the role got bigger because Joaquin rewrote the script. And so I kind of had to audition for it again while I had COVID in London, doing, re- waiting to do rehearsals for the movie. Jeez. So I, was like, I could see them at rehearsals and they were asking, not asking me to to audition. I think that was my panicking mind that that thought that, but, but it was, it, it was a journey for sure to, hmm. you, had, you had to fight your way to get to the, to the glory here. Yeah.
1: So you booked the role. How does somebody prepare to play a, an emperor of Russia pretty much? Yeah.
0: How do you prepare know, to man. play something like that? Well, we have all those movie the the kind of movie uh, training the horses and the languages and all that stuff and, and the movie doesn't show it yet but hopefully Ridley's 10 hour director's cut, whatever it's going to be, is going to show that um, uh, the Russian that we speak and, and sort of more of that, that's our side but um, a lot of it was research a lot of it was was try, trying to stay like, you know, cool minded because it's very it's, Sir Ridley and Joaquin are two guys you don't want to you know, a cross with mm-hmm. in a dark alley. Like they're intimidating, they're scary, and they're so good at what they do. You don't want to bother them. You don't want to um, uh, get in the way of their work. So, uh, yeah. Once once we did all the research stuff, like I said before, was kind of throw that out of the way. And and what I mean to sum it up, uh, what really Sir Ridley pretty much said was, you know, when I first uh, did my first thing with Joaquin, he said, "Don't let him upstage you. Just we'll cut to him. It's he's in Joaquin Phoenix." So hold your own ground, you know, good mm. luck, try. And so, you know, that's what they said I did. And, and that's sort of, that was sort of the challenge. So it was kind of trying to go at each other, trying to outplay each other, but yeah. trying to make it still realistic to try to stay alive in the movie. You know? mm. Did they give you any advice filming this? Uh, no, not really. I mean, there isn't, you know, they're, they're all so, so humble. Mm. Uh, talking about, you know, uh, Joaquin uh, Vanessa Kirby, who's just, you know, extraordinary hope she wins an Oscar for it. She's just so good. And, uh, and, and so really they're, they're such big people, but at the same time, they're so genuine, they're so giving, they're so kind, they really help out. And when you come, to, I think the thing that most people don't realize is when you're, especially when you're young, but when you just come to a set, um, and you're not in every day, you haven't been there for the last 30 days, you know, you're not in the routine. You don't know everyone's first name. You're not kind of, you don't know what happened yesterday. You don't know what mood mm-hmm. people are going to be in. And you just walk in, it can be very intimidating because your natural instinct is like, OK, I got to show what I'm doing, but that's not at least in my side. I got to calm myself down if I do that, because I want to be natural. You want to be as realistic, as human as possible. You don't want to go out there and trying to, you know, say your last sort of right. thing. So. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of it was just trying to, you know, uh, figure it out pretty much. What did
1: you what did you love about this character?
0: It's so interesting because he's so naive. He's so, so young. I mean, think about it. He's like in his 20s. And you have all these people who are so much older. Not only age, but like, you know, Napoleon, he was in a military school. And then he did this and this and that at such young ages. And this guy's, you know, father was killed. And he was sort of said, okay, you're going to be the Tsar of this country. And he goes, what? And instead of panicking about it, he just goes, he, he plays it like a sport, which is actually cruel and it's awful if you think about it. But. He's really—he's so intrigued about politics, uh, uh, art, uh, exploring the world, understanding why we're even doing this, and so it was sort of fascinating trying to get that excitement about the topic. And then we sort of switch time periods towards the end of the movie, where he's more grown up and he's uh, had his sort of battle with um, Napoleon, and he's—he's he's learned from his mistakes and he has a very different approach to life. And that's right where the politics in in Russia um, sort of started swaying Russia at the time, started swaying him towards, you know, uh, uh, a very bad side on his life. So it's interesting, those dynamics, you know, the innocence is taken away from him. And I think you can see that a little bit. Mm.
1: Like, what's your, like, what's your thoughts about playing a real person pretty much
0: of a history of a real person? I think, well, I think you always try to play a real person. I mean, that's at least what you're intimidated, what you're trying to, uh to do on screen but but in terms of i get what you're saying like a biopic kind of like like uh i think it's fantastic i think there's a lot of pressure because you don't want to mess it up first Mm -hmm. you go like you know do i look like this guy and when there's a painting of of him so many years ago you kind of go i don't think anyone looks like this anymore yeah but 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 it's interesting uh uh, it's fun and i think it's, it's sort of the greatest pleasure because you have so much research to to be able to dive into if that's what you're choosing you know
1: what are you hoping people remember mostly about like your performance in this film?
0: I don't think they need to remember my performance. I just, I just hope they enjoyed the movie. You know, yeah. it's the, 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 the it for, for me, at least I'm not saying this, you know, I, I don't want to sound off on this, but for me, the most important thing when I watch a movie is to not recognize whoever's on the screen for the famous actors and also to not to not overthink, not think of them as an actor or this or that. You just want to be taken by the by. it, And if you do, then everyone played their part. You don't. if you remember their name, it's either because you love them so much or they did something wrong. So I, I don't care for that sort of game. I, I'd rather just yeah. people enjoy the movie. That's awesome.
1: What's been like the, your family's reaction seeing you on the film? Oh, it's been great. Well, I'm half French. So okay.
0: my, um, my, my, my late grandmother um, visited her in the, in, in the Champagnes, like in the very Champagne district in France, very, very old town. And, and I told her, oh, you know, mom... Uh, uh, great, yeah, it's, it's there's a. I had this movie, it's Napoleon. I was trying to. She didn't understand it, so I was trying to explain it to her. And she goes, "Oh, okay. Is it is it good? Does our Napoleon like? Do they do him well?" And I said, "I hope I didn't make the movie. Yeah, I don't right. know. I'm not going to ask her Ridley that, you know. But so French French people can have a very strong. It's, it can be their hero, and for a lot of people in the world, he was a tyrant. And he was he was mm-hmm. a very bad person. So it's it's sort of you juggle left and right. It's opinionated. But my my dad he loved it uh and and most importantly i think for them is they they got to see their kid up there so they were very proud my little brother went to see it my mom went to see it and and he was like he's actually way too young to go and see it but he brought his friends and he thought it was cool to see his brother up there so it's like you know those things you can't you can't buy those things those things are just cherishable amazing
1: what's uh, what's next for you now any other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you
0: uh, no, can no, we, we have some stuff i can't we can't really talk about it just yet but um i have another movie coming out hopefully soon it's that movie i shot in budapest it's a reimagining of alice in wonderland it's mm-hmm. really cool well it's very indie it's very sort of gritty and street um and i played the mad hatter at that so you know that's always fun and uh and yeah hopefully there'll be an announcement soon for something but can't say just yet Amazing. Uh,
1: lastly, how can the listeners and viewers find you on social media to keep up with you?
0: Uh just you know, uh, I don't know, Edward, my name. If they can yeah. spell it, you know, it might need some googling. But hey, hopefully, we'll get there. there uh, when I saw Benedict Cumberbatch, I was like, okay, my name is is just as difficult. You know, we we it can, it can happen. Can't be any worse
1: than my last name.
0: Oh well, no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah that's that's a bit tricky there, yeah, well, yeah uh, this the, two was... there. the two ends confuse people that's after that that's when it gets complicated isn't it right right yeah. uh,
1: dorado this was uh this was great uh thank you uh, for giving a few minutes today and good luck with the next few weeks also uh thank you no thank you so much such a pleasure
0: and such a, such an honor so thank you for thank time. You.